0: Hey. Someone's pants up there. I You to hear me. It's a great song. Ten out of ten would recommend. Hey. Hey, guys. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? So. so <laughs> I saw in his eyes that he was going to go for it. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. He knew. And this is why I brought you <laughs> would Okay, so. It's a lot of verses. We got some, a lot of ground to cover, six verses. Oh gosh. Man, it's just gorgeous. What's gonna happen when it like falls apart? It's all right. Man, you gotta like duct tape it. Yeah, I know. Heck yeah, that's the best six uh, everything. Shalom. Hey, okay, so, I wanna start out with two PSAs tonight. Okay. Ready? So, PSA song, Q, Hannah? You don't know the PSA song? I don't, even know. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know Solid. Like. Mm-hmm. I all like, you <laughs> you're <so> smart, you're <laughs> <gonna>. <laughs> it. Give me a B. So. A- give me an S. S. Oh, give me an A. a- no. Ding, 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 Okay. <laughs> hey. Did you know? Oh. Okay. <laughs> know. no No clue did you know we are defined by our identity not our circumstance do we all know this tonight circumstance define a circumstance maybe it's something that you're going through right now define it what's the circumstance A a moment in our life okay what else uh, situation happening. Oh, a situation happening around you. Yes. Mm-hmm. To fully understand this phrase, we have to understand that circumstances are around us. They are not us. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. They're just around us. They're not us. I could be going through hell. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that's not what I am. Yes? I could be going through a really tough season in my life, but it's not where I end. Do you understand this? Mm -hmm. It's great news. It really is great news. We are not defined by our circumstance, only by our identity. Identity is constant. Yes? Once you were born on this earth, your identity, actually before that, let me let me back up before you were born on this earth your identity was tied up already it was already finalized your identity was already finalized do we understand this you are knit together in your mother's womb he has plans before you before you were even born yes yeah. that's really cool it's already stamped it's been approved it will not become void Do we understand this tonight our identity is constant. Circumstances change from minute to minute, hour to hour. Right? At 7 o'clock this morning, I needed to start, and this might not mean anything to you guys, but I needed to start six projects this morning, which is a lot. I, I, I did it. Nice. It was very stressful, but what I understood was, yeah, it was stressful, but it didn't affect the way I reacted to everything in my life. Correct? Mm -hmm. Didn't mean that I had to uh, rip the guy's head off in front of me who cut me off. Why? Just because of my circumstance of being stressed didn't affect who I am as an individual. Maybe you can relate to this in in a situation in your life. Or on the flip side, where circumstances actually got the best of your identity, which I think we fall into a little bit more. Right? I'm not making intentional eye contact, okay? <laughs> okay. Not funny? Except when it's me. Except when it's Jaden. So, um, I, I'm, uh, I've had this word for two weeks and I'm really excited to preach it. Okay? Um, so, I want to redefine what this scripture means to you tonight. Because this is going to change the rest of the way you look at life. I guarantee it. Or else I'd be a terrible pastor and a terrible preacher. Cool? Make sense? Reggie, it was an honor worshiping with you tonight. Thank you. So, Psalms 23. Okay? I just want to read it all the way through. If you don't know where Psalms is, just let your Bible fall halfway open and you'll find it. Okay? That did not work for me, but uh, maybe it'll work for you. Yeah, some people just have a little bit more anointing than me. <laughs> I like this I love that Chris is getting on board with this joke. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Psalm 23, verse one. Ready? A Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me. Besides still waters, he restores my soul. He leads me in a path of righteousness for his name's sake. Verse 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, Lord. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. I love this last verse. (laughs) 6. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Oops! oops. It's good news. It's good news, but it's only good news if we walk in it, yes? So, um, this is a very short psalm, but it offers a very deep concept to understand how we should live our lives and lead our lives, okay? So, I want to break this chapter into three kind of parts. All right? Yeah. First part is verses 1 through 3. Second part is verse 4. And then uh, the third part is verse 5 through 6. Okay? Um, yeah. This is not a message directed towards your improvement. Okay? This is a message showing us who our Lord is. Do you understand that? Josh does? That's it? Yeah? This is not for your gratification. This is so you can understand who the Lord fully is. So you can walk in the in the fullness of who the Lord actually is. Ooh, that's going to be on the podcast. That's going to be awkward. <laughs> we'll cut it out. Can't edit that. That was mid-sentence. Man, that was brutal. Shouldn't have been standing there. Uh, <laughs> so... I want to reread, hey wife, love you. I want to reread verses 1 through 3 and then talk through it, okay? Ready? That's it. Go. A Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He also restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for what? His namesake. His namesake. Interesting, interesting. So, this first kind of chunk is all about declarations of who the Lord is, right? All we read is he, 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 and he, right? We read he makes, he leads, he restores, and he leads, yes? Okay, fill in the gaps. Yeah, he, David was a little bit more poetic, right, than I ever will be, right? Because uh, I'm just not that poetic. Some of you guys are poets, and but I'm not. These are just truths about the Lord. He leads, He makes, He guides, He restores. What? Everything around us. Everything. Yes, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Did you know the Lord didn't just plop you on this earth and just say, Good luck out there, champ? Do you guys know that? Yeah. He had bigger things for you. But no, He makes, He leads, and He restores. This is who our Lord's identity is. Do we understand this? Yeah. This is who our Lord's identity is. In order, us, in order for us to find out who we truly are, we have to know who our Father is. Yes? Not your earthly father. That guy's jacked up. He's sinful. Okay? Might be a really good guy, but like, he's still jacked up. Our Heavenly Father. He's not jacked up. Mm -hmm. You guys understand that the Lord's not jacked up? Our Heavenly Father is not jacked up. He never tries to fulfill himself. He just knows what he's due. He only tries to fulfill you. He's faithful, yes? Mm -hmm. Yes? He said, hey... I have got you wrapped up into your destination for the rest of eternity. Isn't that cool? Hey, I've wrapped up your identity, Hannah. That's what he's telling you. He's like, yes, things are going to happen. But like, hey, great. You know who you are. You know who you are. It's the way it is. These are declarations of who the Lord is. That's good news, yes? yes? In order for us to find out who we are, we have to know who our Father is. How? By spending time with Him. Spirit and in truth. Communion with Him. Intimacy with Him. That's good news, yes? That's it. That's it. You do not have to run a certain way. You don't have to walk a certain way. You don't have to do jumping jacks a certain way. You just have to spend time with the Father. Yes? You don't have to talk a certain way. You just have to spend time with the Father and all of those things will follow. Do you know this? Mm -hmm. This is a good truth tonight. Do you understand what I'm saying? He will redefine all of those things in your life. He'll bring them full circle. He gave you a voice. Why? To tell others about how great He is. Because He restores, He leads, He makes. Right? Do you know that the Lord doesn't destroy? Do you know the Lord doesn't kill? you know the Lord doesn't, isn't out to get you? Do you understand this tonight? He leads, He makes, and He restores. He restores everything about you. Day after day, week after week, year after year. It's who He is. So to fully understand who, who, what our identity is, we have to understand what His declarations are and who He says He is. Right? Does this make sense? Because I am made, you are made in God's image. We are made in God's image. So there's this point where we discover who the Lord is, then I discover what my purpose is and who I am. Right? If I feel lost tonight... I'm not fully understanding who the Lord is. He rewrites a story for you. He wrote the story for you. You have no say in it. You don't have the red pen in this situation. It's marked in ink. There's no edits to be made to it. Right? Because He leads. He makes. He restores. Simple. Cool. Three verses, not bad. Verse 4. Let me just read it again. Verse 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now we see some eyes and me's, yes? Mm-hmm. You see this? There's a little bit of eyes and me's in this. I, I will walk. I will do this. I will do that. I will walk through that valley of shadow and death. I will. You get where I'm going here? I will get me into those places. I will get me into those circumstances. Do you think the Lord ordained at the beginning of the time for you to go through Hell. Do you think the Lord ordained from the beginning of time for you to fall into a situation? Crappy situation? No. I, even though I walk through, even though I walk through, the cool thing is, He's going to comfort me and I'm going to fear no evil. Right? That's the way this goes, correct? I'm going to get myself into those situations. Why? Because I am sinful. I don't know about you guys, but I've sinned a lot. And if you have too, you're in good company. But he walks us through. He guides us through it. Through it. You understand the key word here, yes? Through. Through. It's a big, big word through. That means I have an end destination through that portion of my life. It doesn't say he will walk me into. It doesn't say I will walk in. No, I have to be walking through. Because granted, yeah, I'm going to get myself into situations. I will. Situations will come. Yes? But it's my duty to walk through, to keep on chugging. The valley of shadow and death is not a destination. If you've made it a destination tonight, you're lying to yourself. Because, like Dora the Explorer, this is good. Yeah, this is going to be a very good point. And you're going to love me for it. Dora had a beginning destination and she always had another place to go, correct? Yeah. Yes? What did Dora go through sometimes? What's that guy's name? Swiper. Swiper. That guy is a... Right? He's a punk, thank you. I'm trying to be better. That guy is a punk, right? Beginning destination, final destination is what? Usually like grandmother's house or something to find map, right? Right? Grandma's house every time. Every time. Every time, grandma's house. I don't know why. Every single time Dora <laughs> needs to go through these she takes a different route every single time. <laughs> Come on, man. It's useless to be gone different I don't know. Just figure it out, Dora. <laughs> but she's got a beginning destination and she has a final destination. She goes through some things, yes? She goes through trials. She goes through circumstances. She goes through things that are around her that aren't good. But she keeps on trucking, yes? Mm -hmm. Hey, can you say that you do the same thing tonight? Mm -hmm. Or am I just like, well, I'm in a crappy situation, so here I am. I'm going to dig my feet in, and it's just who I am now. It's just who I am. Here's I'm digging my feet in. It's who I am. No. No. You are not capable of rewriting your identity in christ you are not allowed to it's sacred you can't do it you're stealing from the lord if you do that you understand this mm-hmm. this is a big deal okay so hey you have a beginning destination maybe it's today you have a be- beginning destination and the lord's calling you into something else because he's always calling us if he's not we're not listening yes yep. everybody say yes yes okay I have a beginning destination. He's calling me somewhere else to point B. Why does he make me go through those places? Why are those places in my way? Because he wants to define my character. He wants to define my identity so that I can go through the next thing. Isn't this good news? We have to determine who the Lord is so that we can get through those areas. Hey, if you got a bad place right now, he, the Lord determines your destination. You don't. You don't. You have zero say. No matter how badass you think you are, you don't have say. You have zero say. The Lord's already marked it in stone. He's already marked it in His flesh that, hey, this is where you're headed. And I'm going to walk you through it. You're going to go through it. No matter how hard it might feel. You're going to go through it and it's going to be okay. Because you're not going to fear evil because He is with you. Yes? It's interesting to me because God is constant and He doesn't move in the sense of traveling. He's constant. He's omni. He's everywhere. Yes? Do we understand this? He's everywhere. And if He's not everywhere, then He's nowhere. He's everywhere. He is everywhere. He's not just here when we call him to worship. Yes? Yeah. He's not just at another church that you might go to. He's not at just churches. <laughs> cool. cool. Do you guys know that? Yeah. He's not just at churches. I've had deeper encounters with the Lord than I could ever have here in my bedroom. So it goes. Why? Because I'm one on one with him. One on one with him. There's nothing better. Yes? Yes. He's omnipresent, which means he's everywhere and covers the earth and the heavens all at the same time. All at the same time? What? That's cool. I don't know about you guys, but that's really cool. He's that big to cover all of the earth and all of the heavens at the same time, right? And if he he doesn't, I don't know why we should follow him, (laughs) right? He covers everything. It's amazing. Jeremiah 23, 24 says, Can a man hide himself in hiding places so the Lord doesn't see him? Do I not fill the heavens and the earth, declares the Lord. Proverbs 15, 3. The eyes of the Lord are in every place. Whoa. Doing what? Watching the evil and the good. Do you understand this? The Lord never changes. He is always in a he is state. Mm -hmm. He never changes. He just is. He is, period. Game, set, and match. I've been saying that a lot lately. Mm-hmm. He is. He never changes. He always is. In verse 4, everything changes a little bit, right? It goes from, hey, I'm declaring, I'm declaring, I'm declaring. But then it says, I will walk. I will walk into a different friend group. I will walk into a party. I will walk into gossip. I will walk into the home. I will walk into another church. I will walk all over the place. Do I change? Do I change? Hmm. Hard to answer, right? Don't want to answer that question. Am I the same yesterday, today, and forever? Nope. That's the Lord. You know that? Mm -hmm. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're the same person in those settings. But I guarantee you talk different in those places. I guarantee it. I guarantee you talk different here than at a sleepover. I guarantee you talk different here than at boondocks. I guarantee it right? I guarantee you pray differently here than you do in your bedroom. It's the way it goes. Let's keep on going on this. You will also walk into the valley of of the shadow and death. I will walk into what? Depression. I will walk into anxiety. I will walk into fear. I will walk into fill in the blank. My emotions change all the time, but the lord's affection towards me stays the same. I feel too you know the past three days when it's been kind of hard to get out of bed right it's hard I get it, I understand it, but and i 'm not going to stay there. <laughs> I was just gonna, well, well, there goes the day. Don't feel like getting out of bed. Here I go. I'm just gonna go back to bed and watch more office, right? Yeah, there might be a days for that. Great, but if he has something in store for that day, maybe we're missing out on it because we're already just giving up, right? Or maybe we're focusing too much on those emotions instead of focusing too much on the Lord. Then, what are we doing? Digging our heels in. Saying, this is who I am. This is where I'm destined to be. Nope, that is not your destiny. Do you know that? Your destiny is to prosper. It is. My emotions, my emotions change all the time, but the Lord's affection towards me stays the same. Let's keep on going. Last part. 5 and 6 You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil my cup overflows surely goodly, surely in goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life of the lord forever nice now it changes again Yes? Changes to you. Right? Forget about it. Forget about it. My bad. Changes to you. Yes? You prepare. You anoint. And your goodness. Why am I making such a big deal about this? David starts by declaring and reminding himself who the Lord is. Right? Then he states where he's at in his life. Right? This is where I'm at though. I know you're good. I know who you are. I can declare it all day long. But I'm still here. And then he tells what the Lord has done in his life. What? What? This is amazing, isn't it? Lord, even though the Lord is my shepherd, I'm going through this, but Lord, you prepare a table before me. It's amazing. It's amazing. Do you ever do this when you're going through something? Do you? David does this in every single psalm that he writes. You can study it. He, I, you, every single time. Every single time. Do you take this posture? Hey, David went through a lot of stuff. He went through way more stuff than you guys ever will. Mm -hmm. Do you understand that? But he says, Lord, I know that you prepare, that you lead, that you guide. But here I am. But this is what you're doing for me already. Do we have that kind of eternal, eternal lens fixed on our eyes? Or are we so caught up in, woe is me. Are we so caught up in like, oh my gosh, I'm drowning over here. Right? Yeah. You guys understand that David wrote this psalm and David was a man after God's own heart? I think we should probably listen to this a little bit. Sure. If we take a stance when we're in opposition... Uh wait. Oh. If we take this stance, when or if opposition comes, I guarantee the Lord will see you through it. In verse 4, even as I walk through the valley of shadow and death, the Lord will always walk you through this valley. Every single time. Because he's good. And surely, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Surely. You're walking through the valley. I'm here to tell you tonight that the Lord will see you through things, not get you through things. He will see you through things, not get you through things. He's not going to just be like, that's, sorry. That Footprints in the sand poem, let's forget about it. Can we just forget about it? It's, the, it's false. It's nice. It's nice for me to read. It's cute. It's poetic. But no, Jesus is guiding you. He's not picking you up and planting you somewhere else. It's not his character. He's not going to just say, okay, choo-choo, here we go. This is it. No. He says, I'm going to see you through it. Love you guys. Drive safe. He's going to see you through it. He's not going to just get you through it. He's not going to just hand it to you. I don't know about you guys, but it's rare that I'm handed something. When it comes to my faith, it's very, very rare. I've had to work in relationship towards the Lord for everything that I get to possess. Right? Mm -hmm. The anointing that I get to possess... I had to work for it, right? In order for me to, let's, let's use this, in order for me to be married to Madison, I had to work for it, right? Why? Why am I tying those two together? Because he is relational. He's a relational God. He's not just this God says, okay, well, yeah, that's the way you want it, then I'll, okay, I'll just do it. God's not this oh shucks kind of God. He's not. He's a God who says, okay, I'll I'll, I'll guide you through this, but I'm not going to lift you up out of the shadow and then plant you in life. Mm -hmm. He's not. And if He does, cool, you just, you're awesome. You know, the Lord really has a lot of favor on your life. you got to work for it. You have to work for it. No, this is not a workspace faith that I'm pushing tonight. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. It's not. What this is, is the way relationships work. Mm-hmm. If you just think that you're friends with somebody just because you're, you were friends with them a couple years ago, it doesn't work that way. It takes work. It takes work. Like if me and Blake didn't hang out for like a month, we would be a little awkward towards each other the first time we saw each other after that month trying to touch and feel how we're, how we're doing, like, are you good? Like, what would we talk about? Right? Maybe a lot, but anything like have substance to it? No, just be this, oh, how are you doing, man? Oh, great, this, this and this is going on. Oh, cool, that's really surface level and I don't care. Right? When we work towards a relationship with the Lord, He'll see us through things. He'll see you through it. So if you're struggling with something tonight, he's going to see you through it. Because that's not your end destination. What else? He will never spoon feed or just, here you go. He's not a millennial God. He's not. you got to work for it. Get off your couch. Get out of your mom's basement. Let's go. Let's go. Right? Are we just... Banking on the Lord. Okay, Lord, well, I can't really do this, so just give me a couple couple bucks so I can make rent this week. No! Work for it! If you want something, go and get it. If you want a relationship with the Lord, go get it. If you want to be a part of a healing, go after it. If you don't want it, then just stay where you're at. But... You're also kind of a lunatic if you don't want it. Do you understand that? Like something has to be wrong with you. And if I offend you, get over it. Right? If you don't want to be used by the Lord, you're a lunatic. You are. I'm sorry. No, not. You are. I want to be used by the Lord. More, more and more. More. Do you? Yeah. How bad? How bad? Is it worse for me just like, okay, well, I'll just keep on tiptoeing through this life. I'm in this, I'm in this shadow of, of death and I'll just keep on tiptoeing my way through it. Hopefully I don't get attacked anymore. No, you will fear no evil because he is with you. That's the way this works. Cool, you can get shaken up all the time. But he's your firm foundation, so you shouldn't be. Do you understand this? Mm-hmm. The circumstance you are in has no authority over the life. Oh, let me reread it. Dang it, this is a good point, and I always botch the good points. The circumstance you are in in your life has no authority over the, thor- the authority on your life. Do you understand that? Let me say it one more time. The circumstance you are in has no authority over the life. You can tell this is not from me because I can't even say it. The circumstance you are in has no authority over the authority on your life. There it is. I did it. I said it. I will not fear because Jesus is with me. Jesus is with you. He is in you. He decided to live in you. Did you know why Jesus said, Your faith has made you well and go and sin no more? Because you have to be involved. If you got no faith, sorry. This can be tough for you. You got to be involved. Because I have a decision to, to give in to my circumstance. I have that decision. I can give into it. Or I can give authority to Jesus. And say, I know you're going to see, see me through it. So I'm going to keep on cranking. I'm going to keep on moving. My faith will make me well. My faith will guide me. My faith will give me sight even when I cannot see. I believe my faith moves mountains. And I have say if I want to walk in that or not. Here's something that I've been dwelling on for a couple of weeks now. You know, when Jesus is, in the, Jesus is sleeping in the boat. Don't quote me on this, okay? This is, this is just something I've been kind of cycling through my head, okay? you know when Jesus is on the boat and the disciples are all rushing and the storm's going on and they're like, oh my gosh, we're perishing, Jesus, and He's just asleep? You know the story? Yes? Yeah. And then they wake up Jesus, right? I think this applies so much to this psalm tonight. They wake up Jesus... Then Jesus says, All right, quiet down winds, quiet down waters. Well, that whole thing, right? Shows his authority off. Shows them how he's going to see them through the situation. Yes? See, shows them how he's going to shut things down so that they can walk into the fullness. And then what's their immediate reaction afterwards? Does anybody know? Who is, he? Who is this guy? Who is he? Just like David did, but he. Who is he? What happened in that portion? They were freaked out. Yes? They, quote unquote, declared who Jesus was by waking him up. Right? Then, they said, we're perishing, what are you doing? Right? I am going through this. (laughs) And then, everything calms. They walked through that, yes? And then they say, wow, who is this guy? Who is he? Who is he that has final say over the winds and the waves? Who is he? I want us to take that stance over our entire life tonight. I want Jesus to rewrite history because of this message tonight where when something comes in face-to-face with us, we say, okay, Lord, I know who you are. I'm going to declare it. But here's where I'm at. But here's what you're already doing. Yes? Isn't this beautiful? Isn't this amazing? Isn't Jesus so good? Isn't He good? I I just love Him. (laughs) I love Him. Nobody else would do that for me. Yeah. Nobody else could do that for me. Right? No matter how much I trust in Madison. I can declare who she is. I can tell her where I'm at. But she's not going to do anything. Right? She can intercede for me, and I love that. But she can't do anything. It's still Jesus. Right? I love my parents, I can declare who they are, right? I can tell them where I'm at, but they can't do anything for me, right? Especially if it's emotional. They can't do anything for me. It's circumstantial. Nobody can do anything for me. You can't do anything for me. You can give me a pat on the back and maybe I'll feel better for five seconds, but then I'm going to be like, oh, brick, I'm still here. Only Jesus can do something about it. Only Jesus can help me through it. Only Jesus can see me through it. It's the way it goes. And I will fear no evil. I will fear nothing. It's the way it goes. You're taking notes. Write down Isaiah 61. Actually, we have three minutes. Is it okay if I read it? Read it. See ya. See ya. Love you. Drive safe. Whole thing. I need to find it. Oh, right here. Isaiah sixty-one, verse one. The spirit of the Lord, of the Lord God, is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of the vengeance of our God, to comfort in the morning to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, to give them beauty from ashes, and the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of faith, uh, instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness. The plant... Oh. Hey, tell Bryce about that. Yeah? Can you do that for me? Yeah, sure. Uh, Let me write it down. Isaiah 61, verse 3 that they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that He may be glorified, that they shall build up ancient ruins. It just goes on and on. What is all of this? This is a prophecy. Over who? All of us. Yeah. We can only do it by who? Jesus. Jesus the Spirit of the Lord. Yes? We mm-hmm. can only do it through Him. This is our bee. You understand that? We're at A. This is our B. Do you understand this? Hey, the devil's threatened by us. He's going to attack. He's going to try to make you fear. He's going to try to make you feel things that you're not supposed to be feeling, but you will not fear because he is with you. I declare that over your lives tonight. Now it's your job to walk in that. Psalm 23 holds a lot of weight in how we lead our lives. Psalm 61 is how we're supposed to be leading our lives and our end destination of who we are. Yes? Or, sorry, Isaiah 61. Yes? This is the way it goes. He sees you through so that you can declare who He is. So that He puts a garment of praise on you, turns beauty from ashes. Morning's gone. Yes? He's here. He's here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Jesus, that you didn't just die on a cross and then uh, chalk it up as a, as a finish, but you still help and lead and guide us, and, and we can still trust in you. I'm just thankful for having a Savior like you, Jesus. I just love you, Lord. I do. I just love you. I love the all the plans that we get to walk into to together. And I love that you see me through things. And that you guide and you lead. And you make. That you are a creator. And that I don't have to fear any evil. And that I'm defined by who you say I am, not what's going on around me. In Jesus' name, we all said. Amen.